All right. Mine I says it I'm is recording. recording. I see a new file has appeared on my hard drive. Yeah, same. Hopefully it will continually get larger, but who knows? That's what she said. Howdy, it's Monday, June 5th, 2023, and this is episode 203 of Do For A Win, the Atlantic City Podcast. I'm Kyle Askin, joined, as always, by Craig Stone. What's good, Craig? How long before it stops being weird? Uh, never. I think 200 more episodes. No, probably in like 10 more episodes. I'll have it down and not have <laughs> to make a special mental note, but it's still very weird right now. Well. And Casino Biz. Stop it. So we got a positive response to our segment, our new segment, mm -hmm. the segment suggested by Tom L. We didn't get any new name suggestions. Which disappointed me. So we called it Always, Once More, Never Again. That's too long. I'm proposing shortening it to Always, Once, Never. Okay. It's at least a little shorter. That can be like our interim name while we're still searching for the new one. The caretaker name. Indeed. As they say in the Premier League. Right. Last episode, just sort of getting our heads around the rules of the game, there was a brief point where we were talking about Tennessee Avenue Beer Hall versus mm -hmm. Beer Garden, and we said that, well, if the weather's bad, we're not going to go to either, because we'll drive to Vagabond or whatever. But if you marry it, right, if you say always, that means always, through good times and bad times, in sickness and in health, like you have to go every single trip. Even in sickness, if I'm, like, having terrible... <laughs> <laughs> Which does happen all the time. Um, so it was funny, actually. Han tweeted a picture of you, me, Eric, uh -huh. uh, Daryl McEwen. Yeah. And that was the trip that I just spent the entire time in the bathroom. Ex except for that exact moment, I guess, in the Seven Stars Lounge. I briefly played some craps at Wild Wild West that trip. Insert jokes here. And uh, I think I got a pretzel at some point at resorts, and yeah, and then we got that picture, so. You came to the uh, Diamond Lounge in Caesars yes. briefly. I don't know if that was like the night before or whatever, and then, yeah, definitely you were just gone the rest of the night after that in your room. It was rough. <laughs> it was a bad trip. So anyways, it was something to keep in mind that you do have to go every time to whatever thing you pick, as as always. Is that what marriage is? Every trip? Yeah. All that's right, the deal. Fine. I that's think fine. that if makes it more if interesting. If that's what it is, then that's what it is. I, I mean, that makes it much more likely that the Tennessee Avenue Beer Hall would win for me, which it already won. So yeah, see, I picked Beer Garden, anything. which I think maybe you have to tweak it slightly because you... I mean, you can't even go to Beer Garden every trip because it's open for like, you know, 200 hours a year. So, <laughs> so then the other tweak to the game that my brother suggested is that the never again option actually means removing that thing from Atlantic City. Because otherwise it's too similar to uh -huh. a thing that you do once more and then you can never do it again. But what's the difference if we never do it again? Because then you have to think about the impact on the economy of Atlantic City. <sighs> like sure. you may hate something, but maybe Atlantic City just absolutely needs it to be there. All right. And so then you have to say like once more. We can see how it goes and try it out. So these are the tweaked rules for what we're now calling always, once, never. So that's what we're going to try to do this time is one thing you have to do every trip. One thing you're going to do once more and never again. And one thing that you're just wiping off the face of the earth. 
mm-hmm. throwing it in the ocean, as Tom L. suggested. Ocean Resort and Casino. Correct. The Orc. Mm-hmm. The Orc. Yeah, it's the Ocker now. Yeah. So this episode's category, which I came up with, I think was super interesting and out there, and nobody mm-hmm. could have thought of it, which is Atlantic City's lowest revenue casinos. I don't know if it's nicer to them or meaner to them to call them the low roller casinos, but quite obviously what I'm talking about is resorts, valleys, golden nugget. Okay. There are nine casinos in Atlantic City. They break down very nicely Mm -hmm. into little groups of three for this game. So starting with the low end, which of these three are you going every single trip? Which of these three are you going once more and never again? And which one is out of here? I mean, I think every single trip is is easy for me. I think one of these is clearly better than the other two. Golden nuggets. <laughs> indeed, indeed. I think it's well known that I really enjoy Resorts Casino a lot. I like the food court. I think the rooms are fine. Out of these three, it's a no-brainer for me. If, I, if I've got to go to one casino every trip forever, it's Resorts are, are, is way above the other two. And probably above any of a lot of the other casinos that exist in Atlantic City that aren't these in the bottom three. I agree. I I mean, I think this is a very obvious choice for the always, for us at the very least, if you've listened Mm -hmm. to the show. Could you even do either of the other two always? Or is that just like, oh, I can't, I don't even want to do it. Golden Nugget, no, absolutely not. Bally's, how much time are we talking about having to spend in there? Like if I walked through Bally's on every single AC trip, like just walk through, didn't play anything, like I'd be perfectly happy. I enjoy walking through Bally's, brings back a lot of memories. Yeah, I mean, there are little things that I think are worth doing in Bally's. So if it's just a Uh matter of like, oh, I've got to pop in and have a drink at the carousel bar, Mm -hmm. which, you know, is an idea that the plaza stole in Las Vegas. I'm just pointing that out. They just opened a carousel bar. (laughs) Uh, Then that's fine. I would definitely do that. Uh, You know, there's a Dunkin' Donuts in Bally's. Mm -hmm. I think you have to spend some time there. I don't think you can say like, oh, I stood in it. I I walked through the doorway and, and left and I covered my always trip. You have to do something there. Yep. Even going and gambling there, like whatever. You know, we used to gamble at Bally's pretty much every trip. Every trip. Every trip, for sure. I don't think I couldn't do it. Golden Nugget, yeah, I think I would. Like, it's out of the way. Yep. To just go for a little bit doesn't really feel worth the trip. (laughs) What do you think for the once more, then? It's feeling like a very obvious thing here, right? Like, oh, Bally's once more Golden Nugget. I don't know, though. You like Golden Nugget. So... I think there's a couple ways to look at it. Like, let's say the the middle category, instead of being once more and never again, is like, you can stop by from time to time periodically if you want, right? Like, it's your booty call. Right. I think it is a no. <laughs> right. You know, side check. It's the F. Yeah. In that case, I think it, it is a no-brainer and it is Bally's. But what does going one more time to Bally's get me? Honestly, like, I have so many good memories there. And, like, my impression is if I go now and spend a bunch of time one more time, I'm just going to be like, this place sucks now. (laughs) I'm going to just, like, ruin the memory of Bally's, right? I think if it's, like, literally I could go one more time and never again, I'd go to Golden Nugget. I'd find more out about the casino of Golden Nugget, I think, than I would at Bally's, right? Because I've been there so much less. Uh, I do like Golden Nugget a lot. I mean, part of that is that they give me incredible comps and are giving me tons of money to go there now. Part of it is, is it is interesting. It's a property that I enjoy going to every once in a while. So if it's one more time and never again, I probably would choose Golden Nugget. I don't think I gain anything from going to Bally's one more time. I think you're right. I I was going to say Bally's one more time and get rid of Golden Nugget. 
but you make a very convincing argument. And I agree that I, I think if I had to pick one to go to once, I would probably enjoy the time more at Golden Nugget, at least right now. I agree. The other side of that is the rule that we just brought up, which is the thing that you're, that you're never again. If I have to eat something into the ocean forever, Golden Nugget's getting yeeted because I think Bally's brings more to Atlantic City than Golden Nugget does, but like there's more upside there. Yeah. I mean, Bally's has some things going for it. Like obviously it's very central, centrally located. I think having one less casino on the boardwalk would be a bad thing. Right. And having Golden Nugget not be there, who cares? Right. In that scenario, I think it's more obvious to say never again or like, you know, throw it in the ocean is Golden Nugget. And yep. then, you know, certainly I can find things that I like about Bally's to do one more time. Like I mentioned the carousel bar. Yeah. I mean, I'm trying to sort of talk myself into saying throw Bally's into the ocean just because I don't think it's adding a lot right now. The new pinnacle property that they're building can be twice as big if Bally's is gone. That's a good point. But yeah, I think you just lose too much by losing yeah. Bally's. So. so sure, if it's the way that Paul says it should be, then then probably you've you've talked me into going to Bally's one more time, even though that's not even a thing I wanted to at all. <laughs> Interesting. So we'll keep tweaking the game. So right now, so are we both saying always resorts, uh, definitely always more resorts. Bally's, throw it in the uh, ocean, golden I don't know. It's also the question of like, how much do I really care about, you know, all the other people? And like, if the answer's not that much, then maybe I'll just throw bellies in the ocean because I would much rather go to a Golden Nugget one more time. I feel like our duty as podcaster, I mean, it's up to you. Play the game how you want. Yeah. But I'm I'm throwing Golden Nugget in the ocean. Also with the uh, sort of hint that what if Golden Nugget's like, going to chuck itself into the yeah, ocean? Who, yeah, I, I agree. Who knows? The next <laughs> few years, maybe they will be throwing themselves into the ocean, so... All right, so that's this this week's version of that game. One of us went to a casino. How did that go? Uh, it went really well. We were supposed to go to a casino this upcoming weekend, though that's not happening. No. Disc, disc, disc. But uh, I had a bunch of Caesars Resort dollars, resort credits. Rewards credits? Yeah, rewards credits, exactly. 30000 or so that were going to expire, which... I didn't want to happen. So uh, me and my buddy Zach, who I think we've talked about from time to time on the podcast before, because he's gone to a, few, a couple tricks with us. We went to the Horseshoe in Baltimore a couple Fridays ago and had a good time. So we initially met at the Noodle Bar next to the Asia Room there in the Horseshoe. I had not been before. It was all right. I, I'd say... In many ways, I think these noodle bars are like the the opposite of the way I consider most restaurants and casinos, where I think this noodle bar, if I like had gone to a normal Chinese restaurant and gotten the food that I got there, I'd be like reasonably satisfied and be like, yeah, it was fine. Uh, at a noodle bar, I kind of expect more somehow, which like I said, it's the opposite of like most other restaurants where I'm like, this is just bad value for the money, I think. <laughs> like other casino restaurants. Right, know. other casino restaurants. But it was fine. I mean, like it was a very decent meal if not spectacular and maybe not as good as i was hoping but uh it's totally serviceable you know the prices were reasonable it's a good place to spend some comp dollars much a much better deal than than the gordon ramsay i have to say if if those are your choices which in baltimore they pretty much are yeah there are three restaurants right now at horseshoe baltimore mm -hmm. gordon ramsay steak the food noodle house which is where you went mm -hmm. and brew brothers 
which I don't, I can't even picture where that is. I don't know where that is either. It says, enjoy Baltimore's premier game day viewing experience. Oh, it's probably just the sports book. So there's basically two, two places to go and one's a noodle bar. And then there's like a food court, which I don't even know what's open in the food court anymore. That's uh, only like two places. I think the pizza place and the Tony Luke's are open only. Terrible. And it used to be like 10 places. So eh, like six maybe, but. It is. Yes, you're right. Tony Luke's and Pizzetta, Pizzetta Pizza yeah. Kitchen. Get uh, out there with that the, the pizza place is pretty decent, but you know, whatever. I was going with my buddy. So we went to the, the noodle bar. That was good, not great. And then we were going to play tiles. That was our plan to just play tiles all night. You know, we went maybe to the bar downstairs and got a, a drink or two first. Uh, actually, we went to the center bar because the beer bar downstairs that we usually go to kind of in the middle of the food court was closed. Oh, my Because, goodness. you know, Friday night, why would that be open? No comp drinks in Maryland, by the way. No comp drinks in Maryland, right. So you're not saving anything by getting your drinks at the table. So anyway, we went to the multi-story bar in the center of the Horseshoe, for those who have been there. You know, Zach got some sort of double shot of rum or whatever, because I was driving him back, and, you know, I had a beer. And then we went to look for an opening at the two Pai Gao tiles tables, but they were both full. So we played some face-up Pai Gao for probably like an hour, which was fine. It was face-up Pai Gao. It's not my favorite game in the world, but it's totally serviceable. I was about even. Zach, I think, was up a fairly significant bit. When the more expensive of the Pi Gao tables actually opened up, which was a $50 table. So we went there and probably played for three or four hours and had quite a good time. I was being sober and responsible. Zach was, was not as much, but it was a, it was a fun trip. And uh, we both ended up winning some money. Nice. What time did you get out of the Horseshoe Baltimore? We met for dinner at 6.30, although I think it was more like 6.45 because traffic was horrible because I think there was an Oriole game. Which, for if you don't know, the, the Horseshoe Baltimore is right next to both the baseball and the football stadium in Baltimore. So it, it does get quite backed up around there if there's a, a home game. Yeah, we got in at about 6.45 and I ended up dropping Zach off at about midnight back at his hotel in Baltimore where, that he was staying at for the night. Oh, that's not as crazy late as I would have thought. No, no, yeah, it was like midnight. So we were there for, for five hours, probably played for four and a half or whatever. Horseshoe Baltimore. Rate it. We've rated it many times, but I feel like our rating changes every time one of us goes. For what I was looking to do that night, which was play a bunch of tiles and nothing else, you know, I did I did have $25 of free play or something, so that I just lost immediately. But other than that, we just played uh, a little bit of face-up pie poker and then tiles. It hit the spot for what I was doing. It's pretty disappointing, honestly, how much stuff is closed in there and stuff. It was really not very crowded for a Friday night, which isn't great either. Yeah, you know, I had fun playing tiles, so... Two full Pygao tiles tables. Like, is Baltimore, like, the center of the Pygao tiles universe right now? I think there's only one Pygao poker table open, and there was two Pygao tiles tables. And like I said, the the one Pygao poker $25 table was, was open when we got there, and the two, you know, one was 25 and one was $50 tiles tables were both full. So it, it, it kind of is the center of the universe there. I mean, really, there's, like, always, like, four or six or something craps tables going, and, like, craps is very popular. Yeah. But beyond that, no, there doesn't do a whole lot of business. There's, like, not that much blackjack even, so. We need to do a very special do-for-a-win investigative report on the culture of Pygow tiles at Horseshoe Baltimore and why it is such a bustling thing there, even when the rest of the casino is not. Yeah, I don't know. But it worked out well for me. Like I said, that's what I wanted to do. Question about the food. Mm -hmm. Do you think that all the restaurants have closed except for the few that we've mentioned because people are just going there to gamble and get the hell out of there? I think they're closed because 
people aren't gamble going there to gamble <laughs> get the hell out of there i think it's just like i said it was empty for like a very nice night in late may or whatever on a friday it was very empty like and even we stayed until after the orioles game had let out and it got maybe a little more crowded around 11 or whatever as people wandered by leaving the stadium but not that much more no, that's exactly what i was going to ask is did it get more crowded when the orioles came I, a little bit a little bit it's not great not great for it, sure. it wasn't it wasn't great Anything else about your Baltimore trip? No, it was a good time. So moving from Baltimore to Biloxi, Mm -hmm. last episode we mentioned the Biloxi meetup that happened in May, which we did not attend, but there was much do-for-a-win merchandise there. Indeed. Dates have been chosen for 2024, May 2nd to 4th. Follow The Better Life on Twitter for updates. Question, are we going next year? Are we? I didn't know that that was... Uh... Even on the table? Yeah. I mean, I've been to Biloxi. So... I've never been. Yeah. It's cool. It's probably better now, because I went in 2007, which was shortly after Katrina, so it oh, was yeah. still like a bit depressing when I was there. I'm sure that it's you know in a much better situation now than it was then. I had to say I was very jealous of all the pictures. It made all the casinos look very nice. So I put it on my calendar, and I'm going to try to go. But you know, Ooh. me saying that also means I have like a 5% chance of going. I'm much more interested, it sounds like, if, and they were talking about this on the last, uh, you can bet on that, if we do something before then at Harris Cherokee, like, I'm very interested in that. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe Biloxi. Like, if there's another meetup sort of thing in They were talking about maybe doing a a meetup at at one of the Harris Cherokee properties. I see. Would you drive to Harris Cherokee? I would drive, yes. Yes, Harris Cherokee is very tough for me. Way up north here in northern New Jersey. Yeah, it's farther away from me than the Kinetic Casinos are from you, but yeah, it's like going to the Kinetic Casinos just seems impossible for me, yeah. so like there's no good way for me to do it. Yeah, similar for me for Harris Trick. Yeah. But you know, the you can bet on that guys are in California and what, Minnesota? So Minnesota. Mm-hmm. They make it work. I will try my damnedest to come if there's anything at Harris Cherokee. It's it's a property that I've wanted to go to for, I don't know, 15 years, so it hasn't happened. You should make it happen. Yeah. So then moving from Biloxi to Vegas, because we're never talking about Atlantic City in this episode, we have some more follow-up. We're just going to keep talking about the Vegas trip. We're dragging it out as long as we possibly can. We had mentioned in the trip recap that you walked not only from the airport Mm -hmm. to the Vegas trip, but also back from the Vegas trip to the airport. As well as from Aria or Vidara to Palms. As well as from downtown all the way basically back to Aria with a couple stops sprinkled in. Yeah, so so people have some opinions uh-huh. and they posted them sure. eagerly on the doforawin.com website. Indeed. I feel like we need to bring them up on the show because I'm assuming people who are listening and heard you talk about walking from the airport also had similar thoughts. The one that came up the most, I think, was safety concerns uh-huh. going from the airport to the strip was that a concern for you at all in this trip no i mean we see similar safety concerns like oh don't be out on the boardwalk after dark and <laughs> i think it is 10 times more unsafe to be on the boardwalk in atlantic city kind of late at night than than doing this walk from the strip oh really i mean it's like desolate for a lot of it yeah somebody did come to your fan defense and just say like it's just nothingness it's just it, it nothingness for uh, there's, there's nothing there <laughs> <Yeah>. so <laughs> Some of the other comments were assuming that you were doing it because you're cheap and you're a degenerate and you're just saving money so that you can use it on gambling. 
Uh-huh. So is that is that accurate? Is that why you walked everywhere? Because you're too cheap to take an Uber? Um, no. <laughs> I mean, it's not, like, totally out of the question. I mean, I'm someone who, like, does not like Ubers, and I barely ever take them. I mean, I don't know if you've you've noted that or, or not. No, but, I like, I really don't take many taxis or ubers like i'd much rather take public transport or or walk or whatever if it's if it's viable i don't know i just don't love something about it but no i wanted to do the walk quite quite badly uh was something i was kind of planning in secret for a little while before the trip uh something i wanted to do and i looked up a bunch of stuff about how plausible it was and it seemed plausible and but like the information wasn't fully fleshed out so i wanted to do it and get more info out there so that's why i did it and i enjoyed it so much i i walked back just for fun so it's funny because I know you and I know that you are the type of person who takes a $70 spirit flight uh-huh. and just brings a backpack for the entire trip and, and makes it work because mm-hmm. that is... That is exactly what I did, by the way. On my $80 uh, Frontier flight back, I did pay $40 to upgrade to first row. So hmm. That's worth it. It was actually. It was completely worth it. It was amazing. Infinite leg room. It was a normal seat, but yeah, it was good. The cheap thing is was funny to me because I know you and I know that you are cost conscious on these trips, I will say, uh-huh. on things not related to gambling. But it like never even occurred to me that cost was a reason for this. Like to me, it was like, oh, it's just something you want to do to say that you did it. <laughs> and, and, right. And that that is more of it is definitely I was interested in, in doing it for the sake of doing it. Same thing. Like I said in the in the recap, like I was very interested in in walking from downtown to the strip and like it just so happened that i ended up getting a perfect opportunity to do that so you know i did that for the sake of doing it so i have been inspired by both your walking Mm -hmm. all around vegas and a youtube channel i found that i sent you where somebody walked from LaGuardia to jfk mostly he didn't he didn't quite walk the whole way but it's impossible you can't do you can oh you i've looked into it You, you actually can do it you yeah i mean it's like you have to walk through a parking garage at some point or whatever but you can do it so, I mean, he got to like an air train, right? And then he took the air train. But uh, he also walked from Boston to Providence. And so I was inspired by these two walking legends to figure out a walk in Atlantic City that we can do. Uh-huh. And what I've come up with is something that I actually really want to try to do, which is go from Lucy the Elephant to the Lighthouse. Okay. Walk it. So do you remember? I know we've talked about this on the on the show. It was quite a while ago, though. I was trying to walk basically from, you know, the inlet or, or somewhere around there. Let's say maybe the lighthouse down Pacific, I'm pretty sure. And like, I couldn't do it. Just to like push back also on people that had safety concerns in, in Las Vegas, like I was not on, on this this walk in Atlantic City in a way I was uh, in a way I wasn't on any of my walks in Las Vegas, like did not feel safe on it. And at Tennessee, I had to basically like bail and, and go to the boardwalk. So, OK, so I mean, I mean, I'm not talking about walking through any crazy stuff like that. Like, uh, yeah, I mean, I like I'm not talking about crazy stuff. I'm talking about either Atlantic or Pacific, but Pacific is not great <laughs> yeah it was it was down pacific and i'm just like i i gotta go i can't do this <laughs> so i think that there's a relatively safe way to do it uh-huh it's about six and a half miles so the plan for me would be uber to gilchrist down beach because we've not been to that gilchrist mm-hmm. there's one other gilchrist like on the way out of town that we also haven't been to get breakfast there go to lucy the elephant which is right down the street meters away from gilchrist down beach check it out 
go out to Ventnor Avenue and walk through Margate and Ventnor, which are like very, they're supposed to be very nice. Like there's supposed to be a lot of nice little shops and coffee shops and whatever on Ventnor Ave. Mm -hmm. Get to Marden, Marvin Gardens and cut over to the boardwalk. And then you can just walk up the boardwalk all the way to like North Beach mini golf and then cut back way up there on Pacific to the lighthouse. And then you've done the entire walk. Mm -hmm. Without really spending significant time on in areas that are uh, not the safest. I would even say it's probably fine to do it on Arctic or something. Yeah, that's probably true. Like, I've, I've always been totally comfortable in the Arctic. It's just the stretch between, let's say, Tennessee Ave and, like, the AC Expressway. Like, that area on Atlantic and Pacific is, like, pretty sketchy. Like, I've gone to that CVS before because I've had to get a toothbrush or something that I've forgotten. Yeah. And it's, like, it's not a great area. I, it could be that, you know, maybe I'd feel differently about it uh, next time I, I go and look around or whatever. But I think I have also never done the entire boardwalk. So mm -hmm. this covers a lot of ground for me. Like I would, I've never seen Lucy. So it would get me to yeah. Lucy. It would, it would get me through like Margate and Ventnor. I haven't been down there, but I believe there's definitely been a day that I've made it to Margate. I think I feel like maybe your brother was with me and yes. we were running. And the, which is something you've, you've, I've done with your brother a few times and you've, you've, I don't think ever joined us, but no running terrible and then yeah the entire boardwalk and then the lighthouse and then for maximum pain and bonus points climb the lighthouse at the, at climb the lighthouse end. it's really not that not that bad would you do that with me yeah i'll do it with you i'm really into it i don't know how, if i'll really be into it when we actually yeah, go yeah. when you've had like you know been up until three in the morning at the carousel bar the previous night i don't know i mean it sounds like a really good way to actually burn off a hangover yeah go get I some mean, pancakes do a really long walk Says the man who eats one plate of food at the Caesar's Buffet and that this is his room for the next 48 hours. That's true. That's a good point. As we've discussed earlier on this episode. Right. But yeah, get some pancakes, do like six and a half, seven miles of walking. Sounds awesome. Yeah, I'll do it. 100%. It's funny because I say like there are all these things that I say like, oh, I don't want to waste my AC time on that. But And this seems like a, just a massive waste of AC, AC time. It's it's not though. It's it's you get to experience something in a different way. That's that's the joy of walking and the joy I think of taking like public transport around. Yeah, I agree. We have some news. Okay. Mostly restaurant related. Uh huh. First thing, very quickly, Grotto gone at Golden Nugget. Where was Grotto? Remind me. It's the Italian place. Okay. I think it was right across from the Asian place, right off the casino floor. Oh, the, the Asian place that you said we couldn't go to. Yeah, because it's too expensive. Yeah, when I was too drunk to really fight back. Yeah. Yeah. Being replaced by Dos Caminos, which is a Landry's restaurant, unsurprisingly. Mm -hmm. Landry's owns Golden Nugget. Dos Caminos has good reputation. Any thoughts? No, none whatsoever. In casino, Mexican food, not something that you get a lot. No, I, I can't really think of a whole lot of it either. So I've heard from people that the mexican in the resort's food court is like kind of okay but what else is there why isn't that more well represented okay so there's casa taco and tequila bar okay there's casa at, yeah at tropicana and that's one. Oh, and then there's the uh distrito Just taco, the taco truck, truck. yeah and that's good too so there okay. are a couple of okay okay okay, okay. There's, there's a few things around i'm sure we're forgetting others too yeah 100 percent positive so that's one thing ocean has a couple of restaurant changes one of them actually happened i think a couple months ago but mm -hmm. two restaurants that were run by LDV Hospitality, American Cut and Dolce Mare, I think that's how you pronounce it. That sounds right. Dolce Mare became Linguini by the Sea mm -hmm. 
and American Cut is now Ocean State. <laughs> and uh. I would like to criticize those things because they're very uninspired. I mean, Laguini by the Sea is like funny, but not yeah, good. That's exactly what I'd say. It's like funny but it's like i'm laughing but i'm not laughing with it necessarily no i don't want to go to linguini by the sea dolce no, mare no, was supposed to be not. very good and ocean steak is just like the worst name i've ever heard for a restaurant in my life it's so bland i mean we did just set up a new segment and then name it always once more never again so i can't talk too much shit about someone else having a very uninspired name for something i mean that would be like us naming that segment like do for a wins opening segment that's true that's a good point we are better than ocean. Take, right. Take it to the So keep that in mind next time you go to ocean, if you're going to either of those places. It seems like the menus have barely changed, which is odd. We also already have a positive review of the Good Dog Bar from Megan Kay in the Facebook group. She said, good vibes, amazing bar staff, yummy food, and most importantly, rosé on tap. Not spotted, actual good dogs. Well, that's that's a bit of a disappointment. Yeah. If you go to their Facebook for the Philly one, it's like nothing but dog pictures. Hmm. She posted a menu, some highlights, $12 cocktails, which is shockingly cheap. Yeah, that's not bad. A mocktail menu for the non-drinkers, which I am mm -hmm. I keep saying that like that's something that's going to take off at some point, although maybe not so much in like AC or Vegas, but in mm -hmm. other restaurants. Just for you, $4 16-ounce cans of PBR. That's not bad. So I would be very lukewarm on that if it was a 12-ounce can, but 16 ounces, like, I'm in. They have something called the AC Secret Handshake, which is a 12-ounce yingling and a shot of whiskey for $6. I'm also in for that. I mean, I don't even like yingling, but it's the principle of it. Do you go for the AC Secret Handshake or do you go for the $4 PBR? Uh, I'll get an AC Secret Handshake next time with her. There's also happy hour 3 to 6 p.m. on weekdays, half-price drafts, $6 wine, discounted bar snacks. Yeah, I'm in. All this sounds awesome. I'm ready to go. Thank you, Megan K. Good dog bar... Not Swingers Club. Yeah. Wait, was, Definitely what did we not. say? Way down near Knife and Fork? Down south yep. of Knife and yep, Fork? Yep, yep, yep. Off of Albany, maybe? No, I don't think that's right. Providence? Sure. Literally, it's like four lines down in the agenda because we talked about it last episode. And yet, yeah. cannot be bothered to nope. get our facts straight. Nope. So Showboat, they've got a new area they're calling the Carousel Room with Mini Golf, which was relocated from elsewhere on the old casino floor, bumper cars, and roller skating. According to a Facebook post by your friends at the Lucky Snake. Love them. Are you excited? I mean, it looks like a lot of stuff at Showboat, where it's like clearly just they had the space and they sort of threw some stuff there. I mean, the bumper cars thing is cool. I appreciate that they keep adding new stuff to it, to the Lucky Snake. I do think it gets progressively better as time has gone on, which certainly, mm -hmm. you know, if it had just failed out of the gate, that wouldn't have been an option. So I think that's like a good thing. It also creates concerns for me that are very related to that for the water park, but we'll get to that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, like from a perspective of somewhere that I'm bringing the kids, like, yeah, they would love to go do some bumper cars and play some mini golf at this mini golf course. The roller skating rink is like, just some like big orange barriers creating a little rink on top of that like synthetic hard material it looks like like just like hard plastic basically <laughs> it's a cool concept because like roller skating that's not something you could do somewhere else in atlantic city but the execution seems kind of basic you know where you can do it laurel maryland that's true that was all the rage when i was in middle school that's where everybody went all the popular kids went to roller skating still open that's there crazy. was one in Towson for a while, and uh, they always had problems with gangs going and fighting, I guess. In Towson. Yeah. 
I don't know if that's still around or not because I don't live in Towson anymore. But the one in Laurel definitely still open. Have you gone? No. No. Uh, Megan and Isaac went. A true Laurel, Maryland experience. Yeah. Back to showboat. Back to showboat. Island Water Park rates have been posted asterisk. I couldn't find them. I looked today, could not find them on the website. Oh, really? Have they taken them down? So when you click the ticket info, it takes you to a form to sign up for future information. That means that they're definitely missing their opening date, right? Either they're missing their opening date or they got the feedback from these rates and they were like, "Eh, let's take a second here. So you sent me a calendar and Mm -hmm. this calendar made the rounds on Twitter, multiple big name, David Danzis, uh, EC Econ Policy. Mm -hmm. The rate calendar said $100 weekdays. $110 $110 weekends, significantly under than the 129 I said for weekends. Though that was for general admission. There was some, you know, super special package that was would have been the over, I think, because it was 129 or 139. But. Yeah, but I can't find that now, so I don't know if they have sort of seen the backlash and are, are waiting, or if it, if you're right that it means that they're not actually making this June 20, whatever, July 24th. Those prices sound about right to me. I think that they always would have known there was going to be backlash it wasn't going to be like people being like wow i love that it's 110 dollars." right i mean i think about half of the reaction from what i saw everywhere was whoa that's way too expensive uh-huh maybe a quarter or 30 percent of the reaction was who cares basically i go to ac to gamble and had nothing to do with the price and right. then 25 for 20 percent of the reaction was like, actually, that seems about right. I think that price seems about right. And it, and a lot of the that seems about right were people saying, yeah, I've taken my kids to Great Wolf Lodge. I've taken my kids to right. Kalahari. That's about what it costs to go to a place like this. There are locals saying there's other stuff in the suburbs that's cheaper, like right. half the price. I, I know someone, someone mentioned there's something like in Ocean City or Wildwood that is, is significantly cheaper, apparently. But Well, that's outdoor stuff, uh-huh. for one thing. Oh, yeah, that's that's not an apples to apples. I don't know why people are complaining. Right. I mean, the indoor thing has no off-season. Like, that's a huge thing for Atlantic City. I mean, needless to say, I was not shocked by these prices in any way, shape, or form, because I was saying it was going to be like 139 or something like that, which is, as you said, the VIP price thing that came out. Mm-hmm. But it is a lot. Like, it's a lot for a family of four to say you're going to pay $400 to do this. Oh, yeah. For a day. But it's kind of the going rate. (laughs) I did take my kids to one of these indoor water parks in Cape Cod, which is another place surrounded by ocean. So certainly other stuff you can be doing there. There was a line out the door. You had to buy day passes in person. And I'm pretty sure they sold out within like 20 minutes. And it was like very run down. I would qualify it as a dump. There was not much to do there. There was like a lazy river, but no actual pool. Mm-hmm. So my daughter did the lazy river for like 40 minutes and then was like, this place sucks. Okay. My son literally within one minute of stepping foot in the water slid and his foot turned over and scraped on some like, oh yeah, scratched up concrete, like <laughs> some, some concrete where like, that's, that's the thing that like sets my kids off the most. If they like scratch their foot getting into like a pool or something. Yeah, so there was, like, some concrete that was, like, missing the top layer of concrete. And then, of course, the where the top layer of concrete is not missing is it has this rough edge on it. Uh-huh. And so he was, I mean, he was, like, bleeding on his foot in multiple places. Uh, and he was done within two seconds and didn't want to do anything, couldn't be convinced, even after, like, Band-Aids and everything. Nope. So he was <laughs> done. We were out of there in 45 minutes. I think it cost us 160 bucks total. 
Nice. For 45 minutes at this water park. Good. So, I mean, it's significantly less than it was, I mean, 40 bucks a person for four instead of a hundred, but uh, there were a whole lot of people there a year to go. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's the going right. I think it's what it is. So. Yeah. It, w- it won't stop me from taking my kids. I'll be excited when I get uh, my five bucks though. Oh yeah, I do owe you five bucks unless they mm-hmm. unless it comes oh, back so, online. Yeah, it, and come, it comes just, it comes back. They're like, just kidding. It's hundred and fifty bucks. Just because you all complained, right. you've raised the price fifty percent. All right. Uh, do you have anything else before I close this up? I don't think so. All right. If you want to reach out to us or any of our other listeners, you can do so for now at our Facebook group at facebook.com slash group slash do for a win. Find all of our great content, but no t-shirts at do for a win.com. Reach out to Craig on Twitter at do for a win or me at Kyle Askin and send Craig questions to do for a win at gmail.com. How's our inbox? I haven't answered any of the emails. Well, no, I answered one of the emails that we got last time. Good job. I have some last words, Okay. even though you haven't asked. Well, I bring you back to Showbook. So I had mentioned how... Lucky Snake has done this thing where it's like constantly iterating on itself and getting better, like adding things. Okay. You know, the racetrack, the golf course, blah, blah, blah. The water park cannot do that, right? Like if it opens and there are only like 40% of the slides that that are on the map there, like that is going to be a disaster. Everybody's going to be dunking on it on social media. I think there's a good chance it opens and isn't full and everybody dunks on it on social media anyway. But yeah, if it goes the... uh, the lucky snake root with sort of this long iterative process it's not going to go well so that's my like main concern about the island water park and like the history of park blatstein, park blatstein's run in atlantic yeah. city but we'll see because the map of it i was looking at the map today on the website and i was like this all looks great like this everything about this looks very cool 80 plus degrees they say in the island water park oh i hate that adults only area where you can go drink there is an adults only area two i think it said two bars that are like in the water two like swim up bars and one regular dry bar i gotta say getting drunk and while your kids are at the the water park sounds sounds great Mm -hmm. well i've made it to the part of the uh, agenda where i can confirm that good dog bar is uh between boston and providence oh that's right providence yes Straight out from Atlantic Club, so definitely not all the way down at Albany, which is significantly past that. So, Good Dog Bar on the list. Water Park on the list. The Hook Show on the list. When are we going to Atlantic City? Uh, I don't know. Never. I mean, we had some other date picked out, and then you said you definitely can't do that either. So, I feel like every three days... It's you're like, like oh, my July's wide open, and now you're like, ah, oh, my schedule's so jacked. <laughs> my July has been, in the last two weeks, has gone from like wide open after the 8th so just like i don't know if i have a weekend available anymore. <laughs> uh why hey you know what i'm doing this weekend four kid birthday parties why because there are four kids who have birthday parties i don't know but like okay cool whatever one of them's at 9 30 in the morning it's like a good way to have a solo birthday party <laughs> <laughs> all right well thank you guys very much for listening and we will talk to you soon Just like the sour grape. Have you ever read the sour grape? Nope. Never mind. All right. All right. (laughs) I'll have to cut the sour grape talk out of the episode.